0: Hey friends, this is Shayana, and this is the What I See podcast, a podcast designed for leaders everywhere. Leaders who at times need help remembering that you truly are enough and the work you're dedicated to be it at home or in the office is having impact. I hope these stories, thoughts, and words of encouragement leave you feeling hopeful, courageous, and refocused on your best work. As I like to say, Oftentimes, I can see in you what you can't always see in yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hey, friends, it is so great to be back with you today. I hope you are doing well. We are heading into the fall around here. We had a really great summer, but I am extremely excited about the fall for multiple reasons. But one of the reasons that I love the most is it's really a good time to reflect and think about how we kind of want to um, get ourselves ready to finish out the year. Our summer was so busy, and while some good stuff was happening, I am extremely eager and in kind of a sense of anticipation for um, some of the really fun projects that I'm personally working on, that our team is working on. Um, I'm onboarding a new employee. And It's just kind of this this feeling of new beginnings and new opportunities. And it had me thinking recently about a man that I met um, about a year ago when I was out shopping one day with my kids. I had just gone into the store and we were walking out and kind of at the front of the store, there was a gentleman. His name was Joe and he was around 80 years old. He was sitting on a chair, and he had this, not even joking, a Spam can guitar. So he had turned this old can of Spam into this two-string little guitar. And he was sitting there playing, and we were about to walk by, and there was just this sense of joy that was exuding out of Joe that caused me to stop and walk my kids back over to hear a little bit more about him. We started just listening to him play. He was started playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Happy Birthday and all these cute little songs for my kids. And I just started asking him a little bit of his story. And Joe began to explain that he was right around 80 and he had had such a full life. He had a wife who has pretty bad dementia, and so he's now her full-time caregiver, and we happened to be in Hobby Lobby that day, and this is the place that she can come and she can get some fabric to do the one project that she can still remember to do. And so he said he spends his time both taking care of her, but he also spends time, um, teaching other people and their kids how to use this little two-string spam guitar. As I listened to his story, he began to weave these incredible moments in his life. He had traveled all over the country with his wife. They had done a series of different things and experiences as they had children and as he um, had different jobs and opportunities. And as he spoke, he spoke with such joy and such I don't know, like a sense of pleasure at what his life had been and the season that he was in now. He was not shy to say that his current reality with his wife was challenging, but that he found ways to continue to live and be a gift. He said that he would take his guitar and go to the local elementary school and he would play his music and bring joy. He said he would take his guitar, his little two-string guitar to the local uh, senior citizen home and he would play on special occasions. He was partnering with the town to do things at their, their events in kind of their downtown area. It was maybe a 10 minute conversation and I'm not sure that I will ever forget what it was like to talk with Joe. I think as I think on my own life and I think on the next couple of months as I'm rounding out this year, I think the number one thing I'm thinking about and wanted to spur on in your own mind is what gift, what story, what life moment has put something on your heart that you know you want to continue to bring life to? I was having dinner with one of my friends last night, and she recently started a new position. And her new position is definitely requiring her to step out of her comfort zone. She proceeded to ask me a question somewhere along the lines of what do you do when you feel like an imposter? And I just started smiling because I'm not joking. Probably in the last two weeks, I have talked to people about imposter, imposter syndrome, the whole thing, probably 10 or 15 times. And I think as I was thinking about Joe and I was thinking about my friend last night and the way I was encouraging her is we have a choice in life, right? Like we get to choose the voices and the stories that we are going to listen to. I deeply believe that we were all born and life through life experiences and different things that we've learned. We get to choose how we're going to embrace life. And I think that this imposter syndrome feeling, this sense of, am I cut out for it? Should I avoid it? Should I write the book? Should I start the podcast? Should I share this gift? Should I play the music? Whatever the thing is that you have inside you that could be used in a really sweet way, we get to make the choice. We get to decide, Are we going to risk and put it out there or are we going to keep it in? As I was talking to Joe, it was so obvious that what he was thinking about as an 80 year old man was that he can use what he has in the season that he's in to bring joy and to bring life. And I thought about my friend last night or another colleague that i used to work with many years ago she and i got to talk just this week and she has had some life experiences that are beautiful and painful and unique and not unique all kind of wrapped up in one and she and i were talking about like when do you know it's the right time to start when and how do i approach the beginning and what if people don't listen and what if they do and we got into this extremely cool conversation of she has a gift. She has something that she is able to share. And kind of what is the symbol of success? Joe at 80 (laughs) was not worried about who liked his music or who was going to buy his spam can guitar, right? He was playing his music because it was something that was meaningful to him and something that he could present to the world as a gift. My friend who is thinking about starting either writing or podcasting, she has a gift, a story. My friend last night who is doing sales and is going to start working in a new market, she has a gift that she wants to present in the form of resources that she can help people learn about that takes courage, that takes kind of worrying less about what is the return or what is the perfect outcome or what is the perfect success and instead each of these people that i've talked to have something that they can present i love a lot of seth godin's work when he talks about the the thought of practice that we all have things that need to be in quote shipped we need to ship our words we need to ship getting out of our house we need to ship the product until we ship it it's just kind of our own thing the moment we put it out the moment we test it the moment we try it we get to start saying what do we like about this what is working what would we want to change but if we keep it to ourselves we're not able to see and experiment and actually see what the world will do with it some of it you may want to keep to yourself and that's okay But I think recently I've seen so many people in my own life who are doing incredible things and the voices and the worries, the procrastination, the what if people won't like it can get really loud. I myself, we launched something new last year and we had a goal of having 50 people at our first retreat. It was a really big, audacious goal. We got 10 people to show up and I look back on that moment that some would mark as a failure. Some people would say, wow, I thought your goal was 50. But you know what's incredible is that those 10 people were the exact right people that were supposed to be going through that experience in that week in October of 2022. Because we only had 10 people the second day when we decided to completely scrap our agenda because the group needed something different, we were able to do that which now what we recreated in that experience is the foundation of what we teach a year later I could have thrown on my arms and said oh we only but we put the work out there and it takes courage and as I'm saying these words to you I'm saying them to myself every single day I'm doubting and worried and scared and fearful but I've heard it said to be true that when you are scared or frightened or not sure and you put it out there, you learn the most, you grow the most. And then you also realize it's actually not as scary as you might have thought. I wonder in your own life right now, what is something that you know you're wanting to try? what is something like joe he had multiple gifts that he was able to present all throughout his life and i hope he continues to do that the, until the day he's done on this earth because his gift to me that day in a 10-minute conversation with a two-string spam cam guitar was a pure gift to my life and it's a shame if we just keep it to ourselves sometimes it takes us a lot of practice this podcast every time i'm like are the words going to be right am i going to put the right thing out there is anyone even going to care but if one person is a little bit more encouraged today to stay focused on their work i will have done the work that i want to put out the last story i'll leave you with was a story I recently had with my coach. I was really struggling with um, just a lot of work, different work that I had on my plate. And I was explaining to him, I'm working on this and I'm working on that and I'm doing all these things. And I I was just very much in my head. And I kind of went on this rant for a few minutes and he got really quiet and I stopped and he said, Shy, all of that work sounds good. It sounds like you're doing good things. It sounds like there's lots of details and lots of things you need to handle. And he said, But I wonder if I were to ask you, What is your highest level of contribution? How would you answer that question? Well, I had never heard someone ask me that question before, so I had to kind of have him say it again. And he said, Shy what is your highest level of contribution? And how can you spend more time in that area, in that focused spot? And as I sat there listening and thinking to him, I thought, oh my gosh, like my highest level of contribution is when I see leaders. I see people who are running businesses, who are running schools, who are, You know all different levels of leadership who are doing amazing things and they need encouragement they need reminders to keep going they need a reminder that they are not alone that that kind of work that kind of coaching and support is my sweet spot is where i want to spend my day and I can get easily distracted because it's scary. And I think, what what right do I have to talk to these leaders? What right do I have to share things that they probably already know? But the more I put myself in the line of that work, the more I put um, these podcasts out, the more I'm surrounding myself with leaders, I'm hearing the same kind of cry out of, I'm so scared, I don't know if I'm on the right path. And so that is my highest level of contribution. I don't know what the output will always be. I don't know if that's going to be retreats or one-on-one coaching or if it's going to be writing a book, but I know right now it can be through a podcast. I know right now it can be through one-on-one conversations or a workshop at my church or a little time over a coffee cup. So Today, as you're thinking about your own life, about the gifts that you have to give, about the journey that Joe is on and is still on in his current season, I wonder what you might say, what you might look and say, hmm, I've had this book in me, or I've had this neighbor I've wanted to meet or I've had this project at work that's scaring me so much, but I know that it's something that's really important to me and I have the skills to do it. I've just, I need to leap off. I wonder in your own life, what is your highest level of contribution? What might it look like for you to take one more step forward today to make that phone call you need to make or to set up the coffee to move your project forward? because after all momentum creates momentum the more you put the work out the more you learn from it the more you practice the more you see what you want to focus on and what you don't and if you don't yet know what your highest level of contribution might be practice experiment write think process because i think it'll come to you it might be in the gift of baking something in your kitchen or creating a brand new excel spreadsheet that will help I don't know, systemize something in the back-end office. But I do know you have something in you. And I want us all to be like Joe. I want us to have looked back on our life and said, in whatever season I was in, in whatever I was doing, I was trying to bring my gifts and my story and my ability to spark joy into lots of different facets. I hope you know that I am deeply encouraged by your work. I hope that you today feel a little bit more inspired to stay focused on your highest level of contribution because I can't wait to see what it will bring forth and the joy that you will spread because you stay focused. Have a great day.